Hi there, and welcome back to Convergently Speaking. Today, what I want to talk about is the topic of busyness. I've called this podcast Bowing Down at the Throne of Busy. Because I think it sums up really well one of the unspoken of, unacknowledged religions or idols of specifically Western society. At least here in Australia, when someone asks you how you're going, it's pretty common and socially appropriate to make a comment about how busy you are. You know, something like, oh yeah, I'm doing all right. Uh, Busy, busy, you know how it is. The person will nod along without missing a beat. Just lately, I've been experimenting with responding to people when I'm asked how I'm going and we get into that little bit of discussion saying, oh, I'm actually busier than I'd like to be. It's been so many years now that I've been consciously not responding to people by saying I'm busy. Because I didn't want to almost become like a martyr to that sentiment and and buy into that cultural narrative. That didn't actually occur to me that when I say to people that I'm busier than I'd like to be, I'm actually giving the direct opposite response to what's traditionally seen as socially acceptable or, or at least the norm. So it's no wonder no one has particularly engaged with the comment or asked what I meant by that. Back in the year 2004, I spent a couple of months in Zambia in Africa doing some volunteer work over there as a student for a course I was doing. I was about 20 at the time and once I got over the initial culture shock of the fact that a lot of the places didn't have working electricity or running water or at least didn't have flushing toilets and washing machines and that kind of thing. I started to see the beauty of the culture and the way of life that, you know, when we wanted to go get lunch each day, we had to walk. We'd walk to the markets, pick up whatever grocery items we wanted for lunch or dinner, walk back, prepare the meal and then finally sit down to eat. The whole process took a good couple of hours or so. Extremely unproductive if you're looking at productivity in the way that we're generally taught to see it. But extremely productive if you're looking at productivity from, well, a lot of the metrics that the African people that we were interacting with were using, which is not rushing, taking time, connecting with others, you know, bumping into people from your community as you're walking and just what I would now refer to as being mindful if I didn't have that language back then. And it kind of shifted something deep down within my soul and my psyche. I had this lived experience of a slower life and it was beautiful. It was profound and I've never, never forgotten that. I never forgotten what's possible. And it was in such contrast to the messages that we get growing up in our quote-unquote sophisticated first world type settings which are 
generally revolving around being busy is always better and I find my identity through being busy, through achieving, through literally getting stuff done. All very outward, externalized type things and a way of living that actually directly contradicts with being a person who has an inner life and an inner journey and pursues a sense of inner balance and well-being and stability and that kind of thing. Now, right up front, I don't want to suggest that being busy is a bad thing. I think it's sometimes extremely positive and helpful. But I want to push back on the idea that this is a way of life that we should be pursuing or at the very least accepting without critiquing, without giving a second thought. At a deep down level, I think many of us have accepted that we've become possessed by the idea that I am more valuable if I'm busy, that my value is determined by what I do, by how productive I am. And we end up worshipping the hustle. And we end up neglecting and almost having as a badge of honour certain outward signs that indicate how busy we are. Actually, it was just a few weeks ago I sat down in a car with a colleague whom I was just meeting and her car was uh, a big mess and she was all very apologetic. I wasn't too fussed that her car was a big mess, but I was a bit um, disconcerted by her explanation, which was that she was working a lot doing this job and that she also had a second job that she was working in addition. And so she hadn't had time to clean her car and tidy up and that kind of thing. And I actually just looked at her and politely said, oh, you know, why are you working so much? And I could see it really caught her off guard for a second. Like she didn't, like she expected that I would just accept the explanation that, well, I'm so busy I can't clean my own car. And she went on to explain why she's working so much and, and that's fine, It each each their own. But again, it just got me reflecting on this. It's okay to be busy and if you're not busy and if you set boundaries and if you pursue uh, a bit of self-care or just downtime, having a bit of fun, then that's seen as, as lazy or unproductive or or less valuable, less less valid, a less valid way to spend your time. A good mate of mine loves to say, time I enjoy wasting is not wasted time. I love this. I think it gets, again, to this same sentiment that that outward production isn't the only valid way to spend our time and energy. So what I really want to propose today is to suggest that we should be pursuing balance over busyness. We've got plenty of examples of people with a single focus that just put all their time and energy into that one thing and achieve phenomenal things. And look, I don't want to knock that. And if you want to win a gold medal at the Olympics or if you want to be the best in the world in your field, then maybe that's what it takes. But we seem to overemphasize this single focus at the expense of acknowledging that balance is actually a good thing. That going home from work at 
five at knockoff time so that you can see your family, so that you can get jobs done around the house, so that you can get to bed at a reasonable time, so that you can get enough sleep, so that you can wake up refreshed again the next day and so on and so forth is is actually positive that you're not a bad employee if you're not leaving the office late and then doing an hour or two of emails and stuff in the evening. Personally, I'm actually quite passionate about trying not to rob from Peter to pay Paul. So when I'm at work, I try and be at work and, and when I'm not, I try not to be and I try to be wherever I am in that moment. Now, I realize that's my temperament and that's my almost my bias. But in a larger philosophical sense, I think balance is healthy. I'm sure you've done like like I've done and, and even Caitlin and I have done at times where we've observed someone who is doing A or B or C really well. And usually it comes around having family and work and kids and all that and you think, how are they doing this? How How, how is that possible? And sure enough, when you get to know the person or you get a bit more information, you realize that if they're doing A and B and C well, like really well, then probably D and E and F are being neglected. It's really hard to get a good, healthy balance between things. Rarely would we hear about the family man also being the highly successful businessman. I know for me personally, and especially in my 20s, I probably overemphasized relationships. Now, I don't regret emphasizing relationships because we know that the happiest people on earth when they've been studied are those that have good, loving, supportive relationships. That's sort of been my my default to emphasize relationships over, at least in my 20s, over actually creating some structured plans and pursuing some goals and basically emphasizing career. So whilst balance isn't sexy, it's not going to sell books, I think it's really healthy and positive. And I think that if we're wanting to have sustainability in whatever we're doing, then it's the only way to go. And of course, fully acknowledging that that one person's expression of what living a balanced life is, is another person's busyness. We all have different capacities and it's not about comparing ourselves and mirroring the way others do it, but about being true and honest with ourselves. What is enough? What is what? What is too much? And what's life-giving and that kind of thing. Especially for those of us that want some creativity, that want to do some inner work, some healing, some keep tracking their emotional state and making sure that they're dealing with stuff in real time and and, not suppressing it and that kind of thing. That comes from quiet. Especially creativity we know comes from boredom or at least downtime and time to reflect. So many people say that they have these genius moments when they're standing in the shower. It's because you kind of can't do much else when you're in the shower. It's a moment of, you know, reasonable quiet, unless you've got little kids that like coming in and disturbing, but, you know, reasonable quiet and that kind of thing. 
And we know that happiness is an inside job. We know that you need to spend some time inside of yourself connecting with who you are and and managing your emotional world to find contentment and happiness and, and joy. It comes from stillness, movement and especially the manic energy that we produce when we're really busy. It can't do that. We, we can find a level of fulfillment and absolutely support working hard and and you know throwing ourselves into the projects and with passion and enthusiasm but there has to be a rhythm of engagement and disengagement work rest work rest we do a bit and then we withdraw and we reflect and and maybe we journal or go for a walk or just spend time with friends and family So I think it's really a lie that if we're going to be successful and we're going to achieve the things we want to in this life that we need to hustle. We need to exist on, you know, multiple coffees and lack of sleep and skipping meals and all these other tokens that show that we're we're busy and we're we're passionate and we're engaged in valuable productive things. Sometimes less is more. You know, once every few months I see some article pop up in my Facebook news feed about so-and-so organization or so-and-so country that reduced their working week from five days to four and now all of a sudden productivity has gone through the roof. We're actually not going to be more productive if we're existing on low sleep and coffee and our faculties aren't operating at 100%. I suppose it's the paradox of busy. Feeling busy doesn't necessarily mean we're being productive. So I want to suggest if you're authentically wanting to pursue personal development and growth, that you take a moment and look inside and check out whether you are bowing down at the throne of busy. I get it. It's it's an exhilarating feeling to feel that lots of people are relying on you and you have all these responsibilities and it creates a sense of, of meaning and purpose. But But I wonder how deep that sense of purpose and meaning is. It's easy to use busy to run away from our pain, to avoid looking our demons in the eyes and acknowledging that, hey, I'm actually not happy here or hey I've actually got this unresolved issue that I've been putting off and avoiding because I do think there is a sweet spot I do think balance exists I've had um, periods of time where I felt hey I've got the balance right and it's been really rich and of course not everything's in my control and things come in and throw that balance out and that can be by becoming too busy But I've also had periods where I've not been busy enough. For anyone that's been unemployed or underemployed, you can probably relate to that. If you've had a time of not enough to put your hand to, not much that you need to do that day when you get out of bed. That's also a recipe for, um, well, a lack of fulfillment and, and quite often depression. So yeah, that's all I was thinking about for today's episode. 
I hope you've been enjoying uh, the few interviews I've been doing. It's been a lot of fun and something a bit different. I hope you got something out of this episode of Convergently Speaking. Have a good day and I'll speak to you very soon.